two redheads face to face, coming to you live from Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, that's right. You're going back with the old intro, I see, well, Jason. Since we're in person here, Andrew, I think it's appropriate that we throw it back a little bit. Yeah, we were listening to some old shows, the Chicagoland show. We did three podcasts in three days. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine doing that now. Did, did we have enough content to cover from, like, of course, you did a lot of cool interviews at the track, so that probably would have been cool to talk about, but was there enough happening to talk about for daily recaps? There probably was. I bet you there was, because we were both at track together. We did a lot. Like, I feel like we achieved a yeah. lot throughout three days, but... Look at us. We're so good. Yeah. Now, now what are we doing? How much did we achieve in the last week and a half together? I feel like we did a lot. We got a lot done. I kept the schedule so busy. Andrew is exhausted because we didn't stop ever. (laughs) Yeah, but that was like a, like, honestly, it was since COVID hit probably the best straight week I've had of just doing stuff. So it's been a lot of fun being here in Charlotte. Feels normal. Yeah, no, it does. Except being able to punch you during the podcast yeah you never do though like all week uh, like before everybody like jason's like hyping up like oh i'm gonna when i get i can at least hit you in Mess person you, up. you even touched me once you're welcome you afraid oh coward but pop little <laughs> <laughs> wow that's that's for, that's for tyler right there <laughs> oh man well we can just talk talk about we won't start with this by stomped you at GoPro, but we can get to that in a little bit. What did we do? So we last recorded Wednesday night. So Thursday, we went to JRM. Productive day of work. Yeah, it was. You interviewed Noah. Yeah, I interviewed Noah and Josh Berry at Junior Motorsports. The Noah video actually is out now, which is um, a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's been great to uh, get back to the in-person stuff again with talking to people face to face with no masks mm-hmm. and doing it like like back in the old days has been back in the old days back Not in the 2019 old days. 20 okay you know how long ago yeah, 2019 yeah, yeah. feels though i agree uh but yeah, yeah. no it, it's it's been real nice to be able to do that um and see everybody again and yeah. walk through the shop junior motorsports again and do all that smell the racing fuel yeah tire rubber yeah all the sense of racing. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I ran to... People don't know where I live. All right. Well, it's it like... A... Really? <laughs> All right. I ran to a race shop, and when I got to the outside of the race shop, before, like, you like didn't even have to go in. You could already smell, like, the oil and some of the fumes, like, coming from the building. Mm. Yeah. It's like they needed a chimney or something. North Carolina. That's what we got here. Hilly, very hilly. Um, we had some fun Thursday night. Would you agree or disagree? Are we going to do this again? What yes. do we do on Thursday? Oh yeah, yeah. We went to the uh, we went to go see Tim Duggar at Boatyard Eats. That was a lot of fun. And my God, like literally half the industry in the cup field mm-hmm. was there. It felt like <laughs> drivers, spotters, media, lots yeah. of people. Uh, I enjoyed some beverages. Would you agree or disagree with that? Oh. It- Maybe one too many beverages you enjoyed on Thursday. <laughs> we were, you know, sitting outside, listening to the music. I went to the bathroom real quick. And then on my way back, I saw Freddie Kraft, who you may know as a co-host of Door Bumper Cleater. And he's like, come do a shot. I'm like, <laughs> oh boy. Because the last time I did a shot with Freddie, 
or he tried to make me do a shot. It was, was like it a, on the show? No. No. That was before. Yeah, this is like the next year. It was like a cup. Like a cup of a shot. Like imagine this much like of a shot. Holy cow. That's a lot of shots. That's like half the glass. Yes. And he's like, it's normal. I'm like, no. So I never did that shot. So this is the first time we did a shot since that point. So he was making fun of me for not doing a shot then. But I did this shot of Jameson and it went down smoothly. That's good. Yeah. And then you had a couple more Mm -hmm. beverages that night. And here's the thing about Jason, man. He repeats everything. Like, we had, we had our buddy Ben, who's probably listening. I found out he does listen to the show. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben, my uh, my iRacing coach mm-hmm. at Watkins Glen, which is damn hard. But um, Ben showed up that night, and Jason probably every five minutes went to me, oh, Ben's here, guys! Ben's here! Because he was there. Yeah. I need to yeah. let everybody know. No, it was uh, that was a fun night. Um, we saw a bunch of people and talked to a bunch of people. Talked to a bunch of people. people yeah, I've never met before. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. It I was. like doing social stuff like that. Racing, social stuff, pretty cool thing. Well, I didn't even know there were going to be that many industry people there at the bar. Everyone but, lives nearby. Yeah, it's what you get. Yeah. Then Friday. What did we do on Friday? <laughs> Recovered from our hangover, right? You recovered, yeah. Um, we tried to oh, go we to went, GoPro we went Motorplex. Grocery, we went food <laughs> like, shopping. Food in the morning. Sh- People gonna care about this? Probably yes. not. We tried to go to GoPro. I brought everyone to JRM to see that. Then we tried to go to GoPro, only to find out you need a reservation, and it was about to rain, so we didn't go go karting on Friday. So we're gonna save me whooping Andrew's ass and go karting for a few more days. So move on to Saturday. We'll do Friday night. Anything interesting? Truck race. Actually had Rex on like the cup race, so that was nice. Saturday, we went to the Xfinity Series race as fans. Two redheads in the grandstands. Yeah. I tell you, that was weird. I don't know how I felt about that. It is weird because we're used to going to the track with a purpose and to work and do something. So not having a purpose to work at the track is just like... I can't tell you the last time I remember sitting that still at a NASCAR mm. Race we should have walked around the grandstands. I'm yeah, into that. Yeah, I know. No, it was. Uh, I think I just like honestly, my days of sitting in the grandstand. I can't do it. I like. I feel like I'm not getting something done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd rather be in the garage and like walking around, yeah. capturing stories and shooting video yeah. or whatever. And you have the privilege to be able to do that stuff. Yeah. So you're not complaining about attending a race, but you just know what you would like to do at the track and can do. So you'd like to. Well, it's just that. like the the mentality of like, you just feel guilty, right? It's almost like you're, you're there. It's like, I but just can't you, enjoy the experience. No. I can't. Like you pay it's for just a like, ticket. So you don't feel guilty about being there. No, I know. I just like, I, it's just like the, mentality in me i gotta be doing something you know what i mean but it was it was there's always something great about sitting in the stands and um i was scanning the top five and it was it was so cool to just like it was it was a battle between gregson and aj allmendinger and they would tell aj where he was beating noah gregson Mm -hmm. and then it would scan to noah's radio and they were telling him where he was losing time and it's like these teams know exactly what the difference is between with, with speed, and that was fun to watch, just kind of like a back and forth comparing kind of thing. Like the F one, I'm not sure how many F one broadcasts you've watched, but the ones I've watched in the last year, like their radio communication, they like really they it's very clear and they put it on the TV screen. 
So you're understanding what they're saying about each other. So I wish NASCAR would do that. Like they play it, it's usually hard to hear. You usually can't understand it. But if they made an emphasis of focusing on elements of the broadcast or the radio signal, what the f*** are they called? Radio communication. Yeah. They put some more, they had some more people focusing on that. That would enhance the broadcast. I think it would. Yeah. But I, I it would, hey, how about Ty Gibbs? My God. Like, he's so. So good, like to to come into the Xfinity series like this and compete the way he is, and and why are you flipping the lights on and off? Just to distract you, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it did. yeah. Ty Gibbs is great. The Xfinity race is good. There are a lot of cautions, a lot of wrecks. Very things happened. Did anything happen on Sunday in the Cup race? Well, no. Maybe it's because it's Arrow. Jay Leno was there. Jay Leno was there. Oh, we I knew, know that. Yeah, we were well aware of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Saturday, yeah. Xfinity race was good. Right, a quality of race, very high quality of race. Saturday night, we played a lot of cornhole. And Sunday, too. Yeah. We're, we love cornhole. In this household, we love cornhole. Yeah, I'm getting better at it, too. It's fun. It's a fun game to play with friends. What else would you do? Anything Saturday night? Cookout. Cookout. Oh, jeez. Andrew, how many times have you been to Cookout? A fantastic fast food establishment in the southeast been to cookout three times and two of the times i've screwed up the order mm-hmm. big time the first time everyone's <laughs> cookout and this only makes sense for people that know what cookout is andrew walked up to the window looked at the board and he was like i'd like the cookout tray and they're like okay continue go on <laughs> what else what i didn't know there was more to it and so all right i got the pressure of screwing up this cookout order the mm. first time so i'm like all right i'm gonna be funny i'm gonna write my order down on my phone you're like trying I'm to be funny notes. or you actually needed to do that no no, no 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 it was completely for the joke but the person who laughed the most about it was me and when it got to the time to actually order i couldn't hold it together and this person's looking at me like i'm some Drunk asshole or high. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you can't keep it together so that was tough you love hush puppies Hush puppies are good. You know, I will say the cheese curds from Cookout almost might be a little better. Whoa. I know. I don't like I like the hush puppies from Lancaster's where we went on Thursday. I cute. prefer those over the cookout ones, but I think I introduced you to hush puppies back at your first cookout experience and it's been life changing ever since. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We need to figure out how to make them. That's the next step. Ooh, we can make some good ones. Yeah, we could. I think it'd be I don't know. We'll see. Hey, but Sunday, I mean the the race we both really enjoyed watching the only the race we enjoyed watching around the edge of our seat for was the indianapolis 500 what a f-ing incredible event year after year the tradition the pageantry the hype the excitement i you're gonna hate me for saying this or not agree with it maybe you won't hate me i like the indy 500 better than daytona 500 currently bombshell i mean yeah I think it's it. Both races are, I think, are entertaining. I I and still the, listen. Daytona 500 is just closer to home to me. I can connect closer with the Daytona 500. Yes. Being there, I think, just makes me like that race. But I mean, here's like, Indy 500 is one of my favorite races out of the year, and that's like that's how it should be. The crown jewel races should be not only the biggest ones but the best ones yeah. to watch. It's like you. You look at Monaco and the Coke 600 as being like these crown jewel races, you know, just for example, on the same day. And it's like, my God, Monaco. They're no no different. It's all about who starts first. They're no different than normal. Yeah. But Indy and Daytona both put on a show. And that's what these big races should do, put on a show. 
but Daytona show in the last bunch of years, in my mind, has just been wreck filled and not as prestigious feeling as it should be. But the Indy 500 continually feels like that. Like there was like two cautions on that race. You had to be on it the entire day. And Helio, Helio, Helio. I think it's Helio. Wow, I, I was re- corrected a couple of times. Yeah. When I said Hel- Helio, I think it's Helio. Helio. I think or it's Helio. Helio. No, I think it's Helio. I don't know. You listeners, you tell us. <laughs> but like he was up front all day. The other guy, who was the other guy? Alex Blow. Yeah, he was up front all day. It's like you had to be on it the whole time. And Grand Ray Hall trying to go on a strategy, like was pushing it and then wrecked. Like the drama of that race. There was no ca- like we had well, drama without caution. I mean, I think you could you could remember the race all. But but how you're going to remember this Indy 500 years down the road is that post race celebration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. I think he went on and celebrated for 10 plus minutes in the mm-hmm. grandstands running around. Like, I don't think I can name a single NASCAR moment that, like that was as momentous and huge as that one. I think the closest could honestly be Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. winning his seventh championship at Homestead. Mm-hmm. That I was, I was standing on the wall when he was doing burnouts yeah. right at the start finish line, and when he got out of the car. The eruption from the fans and in the stands, and yeah. the excitement from Jimmy was unreal. Um, and that's that's what I wish we had more of, mm-hmm. especially for like I know it can be pretty routine for a lot of these drivers who win races, but man, let's when just it's get not some more routine, excitement. When it's not routine, it's so like, yeah, you shouldn't expect it to be routine. Like Ross Chastain 2019, we talked about that a lot on this podcast, how his celebrations were just grand and they were big and it was like oh, he met actually him. you know what great point i think full of great points go ahead i think i can put helio's indy 500 win okay helio's indy 500 win jimmy johnson's seven-time championship win in miami and ross chastain's truck series win at pocono he was running around the grandstands. He had a watermelon beach ball that he would just keep throwing. And I think he like even went to the stands to retrieve it. It was like a whole ordeal. And he smashed the watermelon on. Yeah. Like, he savored that moment. Yeah. And this is a truck series race at Pocono. Like, <laughs> What are you saying? Truck series races at Pocono aren't that interesting? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really uh, re- well-received tweet about the post race celebration. Yeah, I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring that up. Thank you. Want me to read it? Go for Dramatically? it. Dramatically. Yeah. Letting the winner celebrate and soak everything in, and wait until Victor Lane to interview. Thank you, IndyCar on NBC, allowing the moment to speak for itself. Forgot how powerful that can be. Who do you think I was taking? A sh- oh, I should go back and like people's responses to that. I never did that. I'm so bad at responding to tweets. I'm very sorry if you've tweeted me in the last week. Um. Who do you think I was taking a shot at with that tweet? Uh, NASCAR, basically. And, and well, I don't think NASCAR was the ones ultimately said. Well, let's do po- let's do front TV. stretch NASCAR interviews. NASCAR TV. Yes. Yeah. Because I think the front stretch interview adds nothing to the broadcast, while Helio's celebration across the front stretch added such a powerful moment to that race. Of among other powerful moments, like it was its own huge deal. But if you shove a microphone in his face after the race like as soon as he gets out like it's not that god it's not that good never has there been one like front stretch interview where i'm like that was awesome like i'm like yeah thanks to the fans and you get a little roll from the fans but it's like they don't say anything in that moment that they wouldn't say in victory lane that you could just wait 
to be able to capture two separate moments. Well, and you got that great celebration, and then he gave a great interview in Victory yeah. Lane. Anyways, yeah. like it's also the about person- still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's also about personalities. He is one of the best personalities. I know. And so you need those personalities, like who won the race. Kyle Larson was nowhere near going to celebrate like that. Well, you you also forget like Victory Lane exists anymore. Yeah, they. It's an <laughs> afterthought to show that, like this big like tradition in racing of the celebration of the victory. I don't even NASCAR's see, like I don't ignoring even see them now. videos on like social media. Yeah. Of a driver, and of course, they're just teams are just being allowed back in Victory Lane. So maybe it's it's been a year and a half since we've really been able to see yeah. that. But hopefully, like, just make it part of it. And, like, hopefully NBC does something different, but they just love the idea of this front stretch interview and getting the camera shot and ruining all the pictures of the front stretch celebration. And I don't know if that's ever going to change. And the drone getting you dizzy. God. We <laughs> saw that. Like, we were watching the Xfinity race. We saw that drone looking in circles. Yeah. The Indy car race had a great drone shot, which was, like, a steady, like, slow moving forward drone shot. And Fox just, like, yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Yeah. It looks so bad. Ma'am, yeah. Oh, Indy 500 is so good. I'm going next year again. I decided, I went 2019 with my friend Garrett. Shout out to Garrett. He may be listening to this podcast. He actually probably is. So say hi to Garrett. Garrett, how you doing, man? And 2019, I, mean, he I went. Can't really, he can't reply. Yeah, yeah. He'll tweet us or text us. 2020, couldn't really go. and But then watching the race on Sunday and just thinking about how much I love this event, how much of a blast I had in 2019. I'm like, I'm going next year. It is such the best experience like i went to that same year i went to super bowl weekend in atlanta and thought that was like this crazy awesome sporting experience still that's probably top like your team in the super bowl you're in the city for the weekend awesome but 8500 was such a close second like i have gone to three daytona 500s and i would say the like the indy 500 is so much tradition so many things are part of it daytona is like all about the race but like indy's about the build-up and hype and the the, all of it, like the milk, the bricks, like it's just so the Daytona so 500 build-up is pretty, pretty well, like, big in my opinion. Not like in the t- city. The city's not like celebrating the. You're right. Yeah. Okay. It's the build-up's cool and all, but it's nothing. Like Indy just is soaked in tradition, and it's it's incredible. You need to go experience it again. Uh, I know yeah. you did, but you got to like now experience it because I think it'll blow you away. Yeah. Bet. Not saying it. That's the stupidest. God. Okay, I hate when people say that. Andrew hates millennial speak. And I hate the stupid she like skirt. Wait, God. wait, what is it? No, I'm not. I'm not doing it again. Say it. It's the absolute worst. People know it. If you know it, you know it. I can't. See, so you I have won't. to deal with living with Andrew for the last God, week. God, good lord! It's like grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anything happen in the Coke 600 worth talking about? There's only one right answer. Uh, Kyle Larson won. Congratulations! All right, let's move on. That race, they were talking about on DBC today, that splitting in four stages, like four 100-lap races well, is such a bad idea. Well, and then they even were saying, like, they split it really into eight 50-lap segments. Yeah. Like, there's no opportunity for strategy. The Indy 500 was so fucking awesome. Sorry, Tyler, for all these beliefs, but I just can't express the emotion of how awesome that race was without saying that. That the strategy, it was... The like there wasn't caution, so there's all the strategy the entire race, and it was fascinating to see unfold. Yeah. Like I've never been that into watching a race like that unfold until this. Like it was, one and of the that's best what races a race ever. looks like with what one caution. Yeah, with one caution. Yeah, two cautions. Two cautions. And I tweeted my tweet about that was the Indy 500 is everything a race should be. The simplicity of seeing a race play out naturally can provide such intense drama and endless thrills. Like that's what. 
my, that's why I thought about that race like that. It was just dramatic throughout, and not every race will be like that. I think officially but, we need to get rid of stage cautions. It's not going to happen. I know we're not. It's not going to happen, but it's killing. Uh, I'm saying stage cautions just because that's kind of how we can compromise a little bit. I don't think they're ever going to compromise, but I think they should get rid of like that race. Like not every at least race. at road courses. At yeah. least at road courses, get that rid of great that. road course product that we came to love has really been. Well, we were watching old Watkins Glen videos, and it's like fuel mileage and, yeah. and and one and two versus three stop strategies. Like that is gone and will not come back unless we make a change. Bring like this. back strategy. Like yeah. there is strategy, but it's nowhere near as fascinating as the Indy 500 hey, strategy. Speaking was. of uh, road courses, man, we went to GoPro Motorplex Monday on Monday. Went to the pool first. It was very nice. Went yeah. to Waffle House. Also mm-hmm. went to see the Ricky Bobby Me 62 car that's on display near yeah. the racetrack. But then we went to GoPro, and I will <laughs> say this. Like, that was the most fun go-karting I've, I've ever had. Um, I've never had a go-kart stick like it, it had before. Yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I wouldn't have noticed that at all. I guess... Like, guess, like sending it into turn one. Yeah. Like if you've never been to GoPro, like you got to go. Like it is intense high speed. I logged it on my watch. I logged the and it's as basically a bike ride, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't. It's about seven total. It's it's basically a three quarter mile track mm-hmm. um, around. And I had a top speed of 65 according to my watch, which it's is so pretty much neat. Fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much fun. All right, going into the race, we had a group of eight guys we went with. Where would you have ranked me? I think I remember this. So it was our buddy Ben. Then I would have shout out to Ben. Ben, second shout out on the show. We had our friend Ryan who'd raced go karts before. I would have put myself third, um, and then you would have been somewhere in the mix below me. I'm just focused on the people in front of me. Wow, that's all that matters. So we go out for our first race. Listen, you got to read both races, okay? Don't we're try and start, spin this your way. We're going in chronological order. Okay, okay. I just like, I don't want you to try and spin For this. the record, I whipped Andrew's ass in the first race. First race. First race. The, I was in third. My lap time was 68 seconds, .159. I wasn't even that far off of you. I whipped your ass. Andrew was fifth. Ah, I can't read this right. 68,962. So... Slow as f***. Okay, so you kicked my butt with what? A couple tenths of a second difference? Yeah, I was better than you. By That's a couple of tenths. I was faster. Okay, fine. Let's Sorry. go to the next race. No, no, no. The Let's laptop, go to the next race. My laptop's die. We gotta finish the podcast. I don't care. Nope. I don't care. All right. Done. It's charged at 85%. <laughs> I'll hit the space bar. All right. I'll do it. Okay, then people are gonna be left on a cliffhanger. Okay, Jason, I'll read race two happily for you. So race one was a great, great kind of warm-up practice session to get an idea of how to race the track like a real man, right? So race two, man, I was I was wheeling and dealing behind the seat of that go-kart, figured some things out in turn one, figured some things out in turn eight, and I put together a faster lap than Jason was able to. Jason was actually slower in second race. Because... There's so many excuses I need to make right now. Okay, go ahead and make your excuses, and I'll moving tell you how chicane, fast I was. Moving chicanes exist. Would you agree or disagree? I was able to get around the okay. lap traffic fine. There was way more lap traffic in this race I had to deal with. I started also, behind you, by the I way. I spun out like three times, <laughs> and every single lap was on a lap at which I had fast lap going. So, 
It's I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the poor track conditions, but I'm blaming the poor track conditions for making me spin out. We raced on the exact same track. Hey, I can't, <laughs> is, I, I you, can't help it. Okay, sure. So race number two, I got a sixty-seven three six compared to Jason's sixty-eight one five. All right, that was only fastest lap. Off. It's fine. Actually. Your second race was a 68.41. I was giving you their fastest total lap. So oh, Jason's like, ooh, I dominated. Then let's go to race number two. I and said, man, I kicked Jason's I butt. Said, I have said from the beginning of this podcast, we can play back the tape. I whipped your ass into race one. That's all I care. That's all I care about. All right. Well, um, I gained I gained over a second and a half from race I one race two. I fully expected to be the last among our whole group and to me to come in third overall. Yeah. No, it was good. It's impressive. That was good. I'm still riding that high. Yeah. I would go back to GoPro. That was really fun. We Bruised up wreck. a little bit from it, but um, it was a good time. And uh, working, working the last two days at Dirty Mo. Yeah, this Ta- is this has been a good trip to see what a, a working working life in Charlotte would be. And uh, I got to move out here after I after I'm done at ASU in Arizona. It's the move to come over here. You've decided? Oh, well, it's been decided, but this but was like confirmed? the... Confirmed? Confirmed, yeah. Breaking news right here, folks. Andrew is moving to Charlotte in a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Much? I'm so excited. doing it. When we were in Chicago one time leaving, I think it was probably 2019, maybe it was 2019. No, it was 2018. You Maybe it was 2019, I can't remember, but you basically said, like we were in the car ride talking on the way there. He's like, just give me five years and I'll be in Charlotte. And that was probably, I don't know what year it was, but like... The excitement. I was like, all right, five years, and I get to hang out with my best friends living in the same city, and I cannot freaking wait. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've gotten <laughs> just working around Dirty Mo and inside and, like, with people in person, not over the phone. Mm. I've I've gotten better, and I've learned stuff myself and been able to improve just from being here mm. a week and a half. So it's uh, being here is going to do a lot, a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. for me. I don't know why I put this tweet, saved this tweet to talk about on the show. <laughs> no idea. The New York Knicks have banned a fan who spit on Hawks Trey Young on Wednesday night. So we're saying you can't spit on athletes anymore? What's the point of going to a sporting event? Yeah, who knows? Speaking of going to sporting events, I'll officially be going to Road America 4th of July weekend <laughs> inside the garage talking to people again in person just like the good old days back in 2019 Mm -hmm. officially confirmed that today a couple other things i need to reference to clean up for the weekend sometimes andrew likes to use bad words and so one time i asked him is really necessary to say in that sentence and you're like of course (laughs) it is (laughs) and you're also the same exact person when you drink but we're gonna beep that word out tyler nope we're gonna bleep that whole sentence out tyler nope Yes. We'll see who he likes better. No, we're cutting it. No. I don't want it in. I we're not I no one knows what we're talking about because we bleeped it. I think someone can figure it out. Nope. Tyler, listen to me. Don't listen to him. Alright. That's all we got. It's been a fun week and a half. Looking forward to coming back. We'll be back. Uh, I'll be back um here in December. We're gonna go to a Eric Church concert in Greensboro, which I'm looking forward to. So I'll be back here in Charlotte, North Carolina in December. But in the meantime, where can people follow you on Twitter before then? Before December. Before December. Follow me on Twitter at HeyJasonSchultz. Where can they follow you on Twitter to start seeing your throwback content to 2019? You're going to start putting out. Yeah, you can follow me at AndrewCurlinTV. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's all I'm going to say. 
I love doing these in-person podcasts. I love hanging out with you, so I'm going to miss this. Yeah. But it's been great. It's going to be weird. I've gotten in a routine of just being here in Charlotte. So, um, all right, everybody. That's all we got. See you later on Redhead Racing Radio until we find a new title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the end.